Welcome to Delight in Grace, the teaching ministry of Rich Powell, pastor of Grace Bible Church in Winston-Salem. Christmas marks the great invasion, God breaking into enemy-occupied territory to rescue the enslaved race of man. Isaiah 9 tells us that Jesus would shine light upon the people who walk in darkness. This dark world is desperate for a savior. Pastor Rich unpacks Isaiah 9:6, showing us Isaiah's description of the kind of savior that would come. And what a wonderful savior he is. Let's listen in. This is part three of a message called Born to Reign. It was first preached on December 11th, 2022. He is the one who alone can overcome evil and brokenness. And we're surrounded by that, aren't we? We've mourned it. We've lamented it this morning even some. He alone is the one who can come overcome this brokenness and this evil. And he is the one who will establish righteousness, not only in his kingdom, but where? Where does he establish righteousness? Right here. Right here. He has made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. Why? That we might become what? The righteousness of God in him. That is an awesome work. And only God can do that. This child that we celebrate, the one who is mighty God, is a divine act of transforming the human heart and mind. He's also called Everlasting Father, and this has thrown many people in history for a loop, and even some false theologies have been crafted from this statement and talked about it this morning in ABF. Everlasting Father. This is not a statement on his, necessarily on his eternal preexistence or Trinitarian relationship. This whole prophecy is looking to the future. This is who this son will be, and this is what he will be. This is his disposition toward us. This is, this is what we will be in relation to him. This is who he will be to us. So you could take this literally, if this were translated literally, he is everlastingly a father. Now, in ABF this morning, Brian Ward was teaching the men's department, and he was blowing our minds, helping us understand this whole concept of everlasting, the infinitude of God. And he was affirming something that I've held for a long time. The, the vastness of the universe is created primarily so that we could somehow get a grasp on the infinitude of God. And I believe, as Scripture says, how did God create the world, the universe, the stars, all of them? He spoke. And as he spoke, he went, and there it was. Listen, I believe that. God doesn't need time. He transcends time. He is an infinite, sovereign, omnipotent being. He is the one who now lies in the manger. Why? Because he had his eye on you. Everlastingly a father. Source, yeah, he is our source. He is our creator. 
the pioneer, the leader, the progenitor. That's the idea of a father. He will see his seed, Isaiah says in 53. And the pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hand. He will justify many. That's his seed. That's the purpose that he will accomplish. He is the founder and perfecter of our faith. So, yes, everlastingly a father. And he's a provider, a protector. And we we went down a list. What is a father? What is a good father? A father is all these things. And Jesus fits them perfectly forever. He will be that and is that to you and me. Come, let us adore him. Deep, loving concern. Psalm 103.13 says a father has compassion on his children. And so it's his affectionate longing for us and the ability to meet our needs perfectly, completely. He is the one who is the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. The word prince of peace, that word peace is shalom, It's a word that means completeness, an intact state of favor. Shalom meaning that you, if you are experiencing shalom, it means you are all that you can be. (laughs) The army does not provide that. (laughs) Jesus does. And when you are in Christ, and when you are face to face with Jesus Christ, you will be all that you can be. Prosperity and satisfaction are linked to this word shalom, directly related to being in his presence, the Prince of Peace. It's what God desires for you and me, is this shalom. That is his plan. That is his purpose. That's why he gave us this son. He calls us to this. He doesn't just desire it for us. He calls us to it. He's not building his kingdom through brutal warfare and coercion. How is he building his kingdom? through humility and invitation. And you and I are directly involved in that. Hmm. Here's the point of this that we need to understand. This one, this son who is given, this child who is born, the son who is given, the one upon whom the government will be upon his shoulder, the one who is wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. He, listen, he has accomplished peace with God. Do you get me? He has accomplished peace with God. He has opened the gates for you and me to be reconciled to God and be at peace with him. There is no other way. So my question to you this morning, are you at peace with God? There is but one way, and that is through Jesus Christ. He requires your surrendered 
trust because he is all these things. He's the, he's the one who will blow your mind if you think about it enough. He is the one, as Isaiah said, he is the one who measures the universe with a span of his hand. We can't even think of the numbers that represent how many stars are in the universe. We can't even imagine the number. And yet he measures it all with a span of his hand and he names each one of them. Who is like me, God says? To whom will you compare me? There is no other. And in a day when there are so many who are chasing after the comforts and pleasures of a popular world and deconstructing their faith, they have not known God. They have been following a creed or a system or a set of rules, but they have not known God. Because we can earnestly say, as Jesus said to his disciples, are you, will you leave me also? And then what did Peter say? To whom shall we go? There is no comparison. There is none other. This is why we are called to faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who is God with us. God with us. John says very clearly, he who has the Son has life. You want life? You got to have the Son. And God gave him to us. You see, he has accomplished peace with God. Are you at peace with God? That is my invitation to you this morning. If you are listening to this, I have presented to you Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the one that we celebrate, the one that's been celebrated for 2,000 years. The one who died on a cross, who rose again. He ascended, and he's coming again. The one who has accomplished peace with God. Are you at peace with God? Another way to put the question is, have you been reconciled to God? There's a good book that explains that. It's out there. Never mind. (laughs) Stand with me, please. Father, we are in awe that you, in your sovereign love and grace, in your holiness, in your justice, in your steadfast love, would send your son to us. A child is born, a son is given. The one who will reign, the one who is wonderful, the one who is a wonderful counselor, who sets the plan in motion and will accomplish it. The mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Father, fill our hearts and our minds with wonder this Advent season. May we never lose the wonder, for Father, there is so much to distract us today. Rescue us from that distraction, Father. Keep our gaze fixed on this one who is given to rule our hearts and minds and will one day rule all that is. Thank you, Father, for your Son, the Lord Jesus. It's in his name we pray. 
Amen. We're so glad you've joined us for Delight in Grace, the teaching ministry of Rich Powell, pastor of Grace Bible Church in Winston-Salem. You can hear this message and others anytime by visiting our website, www.delightingrace.com. You can also check out Pastor Rich's book, Seven Words That Can Change Your Life, where he unpacks from God's Word the very purpose for which you were designed. Seven Words That Can Change Your Life is available wherever books are sold. As always, tune in to Delight in Grace, weekdays at 10 a.m.